Good morning, everyone. It is a great pleasure to be here once again at the Dreamer Series Episode 3 with Nokutenda Zombo, our super fantastic alumni from Zimbabwe, based in Harare. Nokutenda, uh, just for context's sake, was one of our very first and youngest scholar joining the program at 14 and i remember the time she applied to join the shasha network our cutoff point was 16 and we had to ask for you know her teachers and parents to allow her to actually participate and ever since joining shasha she has gone on to achieve really fantastic growth and she's still on a massive massive uh, personal development journey that we are proud of uh, but without saying anything much about uh, Noku, because she's here with us today. Hi, Noku. Hi, Farai. How are you? Good, good. Um, I'm excited to 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 hear your your story and to just have a conversation with you. I think one of the things I'm really enjoying is just getting to talk to the scholars and understand where you are, what are you thinking about? And I'm always learning something new. And I know you're doing some really cool stuff with robotics and programming and your leadership development and, and your love for international relations and nature. So I'll give you the floor. Please tell us more about who you are, what you do. Um, Yeah, our audience would love to know more about you. All right, thank you, Farai. So, as it was said before, my name is Noktina Zobo. I am currently 16 years old. I am an aspiring techno ecopreneur, whereby I know most people don't know what that is. I make inventions and I sell them to companies to increase the sustainability space. I am driven by the idea of service. I am from Harare in the country of Zimbabwe. I am passionate about growing and learning. And yeah, that's basically what I'm into right now, growing myself and growing in learning about the things I'm passionate about. Thank, thank you so much for that, uh, Noku. And uh, it's very interesting to see just how far you've come to start articulating what your interests are. Where, where did you start off? Like, did you start off knowing that this is what you wanted to do? Or there was a discovery process to get there. What what was that journey like for you? To be honest, it was a really long journey that started during lockdown. Around August in 2020, I was in form two and I was at home. I asked myself a really crucial question after observing how most of the people in my country live their lives. They just try to make ends meet. I asked myself a question whether I wanted to be like them or whether I wanted to achieve a much more higher purpose. And I made up my mind that I would want to serve. That's the best way that I saw that I can live my life. So I asked myself, how can I serve in the space that I'm given? And that was a question that I was really asking myself because I was very energetic at the time, ready to apply myself into any field, but I didn't know which field to get into. So I was going on platforms like YouTube, going on Google, looking at one of the 
most influential people in the world, finding out what they're doing, how they got there, their stories. And I just really couldn't find a space for myself. I couldn't figure out what exactly my purpose was, what my passions were. I was basically very much confused. From my friend, she referred me to Shasha through what she was doing. She said, no, I think this could be a very good road for you. So I applied. I joined the Shasha Bridge program in 2021, February. And my favorite course was the self-leadership course, whereby we got to write reflections. We got to see more about ourselves. My favorite practice was definitely writing the reflections because I got a much more deeper insight into who I was and what I was driven by. And one of the most crucial aspects that I found out was that I'm into sustainability, climate change, finding ways to combat that. I have a tendency whereby if I'm sitting and I'm watching the news and they talk about climate change, I got really angry. I still get very angry because of the problems that are being faced. It's something that is really hurting like it's a fear that I have a fear of the future fear of what the world is going to become in the next 10 or 15 years it's a fear that really drives me to want to make a change so I'm still on the journey of self-discovery but what I found out is that if you want to find out what you really want to do especially in this day and age you shouldn't limit yourself to one thing the most important thing to do is to just explore and I did explore into some of the fields that I wasn't comfortable with, which was technology. But after exploring into that field and seeing that I actually have a genuine passion for it, I linked it with my love for climate change and just trying to combat that. And I came up with the idea of being a technopreneur. And that's where I am right now. But I know very well that it might pivot quite a lot, but I'm ready to just see where the journey takes me. Yeah. So let's take a step back now that with this big idea and understanding of what now motivates you when when you were growing up what what did you think you would be doing did you have like a fixed idea of what you'd be doing and take us through you going through you know primary school and secondary school what was that like for you were you the smartest kid in class or you know, what was your performance like? What extracurricular activities were you doing? Um, and, and now as you look back, how have those experiences built up to this particular moment? Well, back in primary school, I was not the top of the class. I was not the top of the class. I was actually very much struggling in my grades. I would get the lowest points. I was... In a class of about 40 students, I would be ranging around maybe 36, 37. That was mainly because of my health issues with my eyesight. I didn't know that I had an eyesight problem because we never really checked into that. I actually then figured out when I was in grade four that I had an eyesight problem. I remember very well in grade one when we're writing an exercise, I'd always just look into the book of my piano, just ask her what's written on the board because I couldn't really see anything. And that caused a huge gap in my learning activities. I was not the most confident person ever. I was very quiet and very much reserved at the moment. 
I did want to be a missionary. The reason why I wanted to be a missionary is because of the influence that I got from my family. My grandfather was a missionary, so he'd just travel countries, and I'd be told that he's going to this country and that country, and he's preaching the gospel of Christ. As a Christian, I was very much motivated, and I was like, this is something that I might want to do. This might be a field that I might want to explore as well. And that was my primary education. When I started reading and when I started being a workaholic, it mainly came from the fact that, as I mentioned before, I had an eyesight problem. I got my first glasses in grade four. And that is when the gap, my learning gap was actually very much prominent because I couldn't tell time. And my father was very, very upset with that. And I got a spanking from my father because that was the best way that he saw that I could actually be serious at school and to actually study. So it was from then on when I started to actually study, I would read for most part of my day. I would try and get the best grades to prove to myself that I can actually study. But at the back of my mind, I still had that same idea that I am just an average slow learner. No matter how high my grades were, I just always still have that belief. So and, and, when and I went to... Where, where did that belief come from? How was it reinforced? Was this something that was just innate to you or the people around you were also saying, you know, you're just, you know, an average learner. We don't think you can you can do more. Yeah, yeah. It definitely came from my network because my father did have that belief. He'd keep on telling me that, you know, you you can't really achieve much. You're not the best learner. Your little sister is way more smarter than you. He still has that belief. But then I also went to extra lessons for my primary school so that I could try and you know, improve my grades. And I remember my teachers would always tell me that, no, she's a really slow learner. She really doesn't get much. She's not understanding the concepts that we're teaching her. So hearing that as a child oh, has no. a very destroying effect is really detrimental. So it's something that I still believed and something that I clung on to that I'm a very average slow learner, no matter how high the grades were. That is That is quite deep. And it's so interesting how the narrative of people around you, if you choose to believe it, that can actually define your entire experience. It really is. It, it was very powerful, very powerful. And it took time to untangle that belief. It really took time. It really did. So, so for you, I'm sure as you're going through all of this stuff and going to high school, Mentorship is something that has played a very pivotal role. And I know one of your mentors, Precious. Tell me more about that and, you know, how you connected and how, tell me more about the role mentorship has played in helping you discover yourself. Well, my first mentor, Precious, I got to know about her through a friend. So, this friend that I have is called Wai, and she just told me that there is this program called Shasha Bridge. You might be good for it. And the first person I talked to before applying for this bridge program for career development, Shasha, I talked to Precious and she helped me a lot. When I was starting my journey into Shasha, she was my first mentor and we'd just talk and she'd ask me about my story and she 
was more of like a therapist at the time because she would ask me about my story and she'd be like, but no, you're a really brilliant student. You're really good in this, this, this and that. And I'd be like, okay, so I didn't really know that about myself. For example, she told me that I am actually very much creative and that I am driven because at that time I was trying to figure out what exactly my purpose is. And she built a lot of confidence in myself in terms of, the way I saw myself, the way I perceived myself, and that built a lot of confidence. Moving on to my career side when I was in the Shasha Bridge program, I was hearing a lot of good feedback from what exactly I am. For example, in my bridge program, when I was doing some of my reflections, my mentor told me that, no, you're really you have a really, really deep love for nature and you are very much driven. And it, it caused me to realize things about myself. I found out that I really am driven because of the way that I study. I have goals and I try my best to achieve them. And it was because of that, I it, it built a lot of confidence. It builds really a lot of confidence. And even the reports that I got at the end of the program, we got reports to see how exactly you've performed, where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are. That gave a really essential outline of what I am and what I can achieve and one of the other mentors that I had was at school my public speaking teacher I remember the first speech mm. that I gave and what, what, what's was, your public speaking teacher's name he is called Mr. Gonera nice. he was called Mr. yes so I remember he came to me after my speech, I remember the first time I gave my first speech, I was I was terrified, but I just pushed myself to give my speech. And I was speaking on the topic of how Africa is a beautiful country. It was an impromptu speech. So you just get up and they give you a topic and you have to improvise. So I improvised given the topic they gave us. They said, you're a ship. So I talked about Africa and made it into a ship describing Africa as if it was a ship talking of the minerals and stuff like that and at the end of my speech my um my teacher he said that you're a natural you're a natural born speaker and that I, I felt like I was at the top on the top of the world because I was like really me so it was just the small things that built up to a foundation of self-belief and self-trust mm. And and it's interesting because I think often people think, oh, if I get people that tell me how good I am, then that's the wave that I'm just riding on. But you've also had a decent amount of people tell you that you're not good enough. So what do you tell yourself when someone says you're just average, you're not as smart as X, Y, Z? What What story do you tell yourself? Where do you get that? And where, where do you get that understanding within you that, yeah, this this is not my truth? Well, nowadays, it really comes from seeing what I've done, seeing what I've gone through, seeing the obstacles that I've overcome. For example, I remember when I was making my first, when I was making my first robot, my first um, actual technical robot, a seed plank planting robot first of all first obstacle that I was not into technology but I I actually motivated myself and I told myself that no with the way the world is going you have to have a decent understanding 
of how a computer works and how to at least work go about it. So I took an extra step and I did coding and I learned a programming language called Python and I used that to make a robot. Second problem was that I had no idea what robotics were. I had to actually research, I had to know exactly how a robot works, how I can join components to make this seed planting robot. So after going through all that and seeing the things that I actually had to overcome by myself, it showed me that I'm much more stronger than I think. It didn't also come from what people were saying, but what I was actually telling myself, I saw that the more I repeated what I've gone through and what I can achieve, it blocked out what other people may have thought about myself even up until now when someone tells me that no you're really average you're really not that smart I always tell myself that no I have a deeper belief that I can achieve much more than I can ever imagine it just comes from knowing who I am and what I want to achieve wow I think this is so this is so powerful on many levels and and I think the more you keep on building on this path a few years from now you have some patents to your name and you continue innovating and building stuff and really embedding your curiosity into the things that you do and one thing that i i like about what you've been saying is your interest in learning your curiosity but also how resourceful you are like you are not using your lack of information or access to a resource as an excuse to why you're not able to reach your goals. You're saying, I would go and discover and learn and research and understand. And I think more often than not, specifically as, as young people, it's very easy to just give up and say, oh no, they're not giving me what I want. So I'm as well give up. What, what advice would you give to someone who feels like giving up? And that there's no solution for them in the world? The best advice I can give them is to just look into themselves and to find out what exactly they want from life. They should ask themselves whether they want to live the life that everyone else is living or they want to get that extra step and to write a story that they, none of their family has ever written. They should really really sit down with themselves and say that okay what are my limitations what should I do to get there and what are my methods knowing that looking at other people who may have lesser than you people who came from nothing but built something that's enough of I think motivation to see that no I am capable of achieving much more than I could ever dream or that I could ever imagine they should really understand that inside of them there is there's a burning interest to do something, to make a change, to leave the world a much more better place than they found than they found it to be. So to anyone out there who feels like giving up, who feels like I really can't achieve anything, please just hang in there. Things will work out. Just as long as you persevere and you're disciplined and are consistent, things definitely, definitely will work out. And And so for you, what are some who or what are some of those stories that have inspired you to to do more and to build something from nothing definitely the story of the boy who harnessed the wind i mean it was just a story of a young boy from a village who 
saw that in his family there was a shortage in in Zakio community so that there was a shortage of power and using he I heard that he went to the library and he just researched about the whole thing of wind power and he built it from he built like a wind turbine from scraps that he found I think in a garbage place and he built that up and he made something that was really powerful something really resourceful and it just showed me that if this person given the limited resources was able to build something that is so 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 resourceful and so powerful that can actually help this community what can stop me so that's a really powerful story well that's that's a that's a beautiful story and for those who are thinking about the boy who harnessed the wind it is on netflix um the boy in particular is called William Kwamba. He's from Malawi, and he also has a TED talk about how he did this. So, Noko, I understand you've just passed your IGCSE with flying colors. You're off on a gap year program, pre-university accelerated leadership program with Star Leadership Academy. What What's the vision that you have for the future? Where, where do you see yourself going would you see yourself going into and how can the Shasha network support you to go onto that journey? And what, what are some of the things that excite you about being part of the Shasha network? Well, looking into the future, the best version of myself, I can see her owning a company that is selling sustainable inventions to certain companies so that we can just reduce the carbon footprint of certain companies in Africa and in the world in general. Right now, what I need is definitely mentorship. I need to find people that are in my field. I need to get people in my field of climate change and in the sustainability space, seeing how they did what they did, what methods did they use? How did they get there? What can I do with what I have right now to get to where I want to go? And I think that's the most important thing that I read, need right now. And another thing that really excites me about the Shasha Bridge Program is that the opportunities never stop coming. Every time you just hear that there's a new meeting that you can join, you can learn about this, you can learn about that, you get you get actual mentors. I do have my own mentor that I was given from Shashi. She's called Jan Fleming. And we did talk. We're still talking. We're still interacting. And it's it's really something that's beautiful because it was from Shasha where I learned about this um, program called Kibo, which helps young students learn about programming, the programming language called Python. And it was from Star, from Shasha, where I learned about Star Leadership Academy. So the opportunities never stop coming. You will always find something for you and you can always build yourself from what they have. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Noku, for sharing that. And wow, it's it, it seems like the past two years have been full of so much growth. And I'm excited for, you know, to see where the discipline, the consistency, and the need for purpose has um will will take you in the future. And I think hearing your story about your grandfather being a missionary and the process of being a missionary in itself is a very, you know, committed centric endeavor. You do not just 
put your life on the line to go and spread the message and commit yourself to a cause because you know it it kind of is fun to do that but it's not for the fun of it it is actually because you believe in that and i think starting to take life as you being a missionary for your own mission and your own cause and advocating for yourself and not waiting for other people to do that for you is very powerful about your story like you being a missionary for your own cause which is the fact that you believe that there's more to you and who you could be so i wish you so much success in the next chapter of your journey we can't wait to see you know, all the cool things that you build in the future. And yeah, the last question that I might have for you then is, if someone C is 16 now, they've just received their results and they are looking to go into their A-levels, what kind of reassurance would you, would you give them? How have you processed that for yourself? Well, a reassurance that I can give them is that the world right now with where it's going you have to look into yourself and you have to develop yourself looking at the skills that you can build soft skills things like communication things like leadership you have to know how to balance that with your own school life because you have to know how to keep your grades up and also keep your own self-development and growth going and with where they're going with a level make sure that your grades are still up to date because it's it can really, really, really take you far if your grades are good. But even further with your dreams and with your goals, if you are able to keep yourself growing, being a continuous student of life and just learning more. So yeah, just keep learning and keep growing. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Noku. It has been a pleasure speaking to you and can't wait to have part two of this conversation at some point in the future. Have a wonderful day and look forward to keeping in touch. Thank you, Farry. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. And that wraps up our conversation with Nokutenda Tobo. This year, we have launched the Bridge program through a web app. It is accessible at bridge.shashanetwork.com. Dot com and any student anywhere across Africa or the world in general can access this platform, sign up and go through the bridge platform at their own pace. We have so many exciting exercises and content that we've curated specifically for you. And another cool additional feature that we've actually added is what we're calling the self-development hub, where you are able to access and get exposure to platforms and free resources available on the internet that could be of benefit to you from your academic standpoint, from your personal development standpoint. And we hope that you utilize all these resources to continue growing and to continue becoming the best version of yourself. We are excited for the next chapter of the Dreamer series where we'll continue sharing stories on the journeys that our wonderful scholars at Shasha have been embarking on. Wishing you a great rest of the day and we look forward to having you on the show again. Bye-bye.